0: Today, we are going to talk
1: about seven B2B marketing trends for 2023 and beyond. If you stay to the very end, I'm gonna give you some extra hacks and we're gonna start with number one, LinkedIn. Did you know that only 2% of LinkedIn users actually post to LinkedIn versus on Instagram, 87% of users post. So Microsoft owns LinkedIn. And so you can bet that they're putting a ton of resources to getting more people to post because on LinkedIn, when you try to run ads, CPMs are extremely expensive. It's about $33 per thousand impressions. Number two is podcasts. When you think about podcasting, discoverability is difficult, but when it comes to retention, nothing beats podcasts. So when I check my retention graph on Apple Podcasts, maybe it's about 90% or so. When I compare the same podcast on YouTube, it's about 40 to 50% or so, sometimes lower than that. And number three would be Twitter. Some of the smartest people in D2C, in B2B, real estate investing, services, education as well, they're all hanging out on Twitter. Some of the smartest people in the world are hanging out on Twitter. So even though, Twitter isn't one of the largest platforms out there, you're going to find a lot of signal to noise if you're able to target the right audiences. But also when it comes to organic reach, if you want to grow fast on Twitter and LinkedIn, writing a good hook, writing a good story, and then having an engagement pod. Number four is on YouTube. YouTube, I believe, has the longest staying power potential of any of the social platforms out there because it is owned by Google. And let's also not forget that Google owns Android. So every Android phone comes pre-installed with YouTube and the new generation that's growing. Up. They don't really watch TV anymore. They watch YouTube. They watch Mr. Beast. They watch Logan Paul. They watch these influencers and they want to become like these influencers because that's the cool thing to do. Number five, which is short form video, more specifically YouTube Shorts. I believe that's going to be tough sliding for TikTok given all the security concerns. And then you also have Instagram Reels, which is kind of playing catch up right now and they've been reeling from all the stock getting hammered. And so YouTube, I think, is best positioned to win this because they're the best at sharing revenues with creators. Not only that, if you watch a YouTube Shorts, they're going to recommend your long form YouTube. YouTube content. What that means is more discoverability for you. And if you're doing a podcast, by the way, where discoverability is hard, you post the podcast long form to YouTube and you take the shorts and that will help the podcast continue to compound. Number six would be on emails. So emails are nice because it's one of the few own media platforms that you can have. And you can decide whenever it is that you want to make an ask. I would just recommend for every one ask, you have four gives or maybe eight gives, and you're just continuing to add value to your community. And you want them to continue to look forward to the content that you're putting up because ultimately, as long as you add value, the platforms will reward you back. Number seven is SEO. And so SEO, even though I wouldn't start with SEO, even though my background's in SEO, nowadays you can go out there and buy platforms that are under monetized. You can go to sites like Microacquire to look for sites that have good traffic. You can use a tool like Ubersuggest. From there, you're going to be in a good spot and you can try to go buy some websites or you can try to buy ads on these websites or you can go buy a tool. You got to think about the arbitrage game. Who actually has a traffic that you want already and how can you go buy